Right here. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Redneck Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Copeland. This is podcast number six. And on this podcast, we are going to be talking about how to properly store media. I'm trying to get a bunch of these podcasts out pretty quickly right now, you know, because we're, it's in a relevant time. You know, it's October 31st. We're about to get into that beautiful, wonderful November time frame where people get into the woods. And I'm trying to get a lot of information out there. Uh, we also got uh, proof for iTunes today, so there's five podcasts out there, and hopefully, you know, here in just a few minutes, there's going to be a sixth one out there for you guys to listen to. But uh, like I said, I want to talk about how to properly store media and save it, and how to make sure it's organized when you bring it back to camp or bring it back home or wherever you're taking it back to to make sure it's not only saved, but it's where you can find it, it's organized, broken down correctly, and it's backed up, mainly backed up. So first things first, uh, you know, for example, we're on a hunting trip, and you're going to film a buddy of yours, and you're going to be there for five days, and you're going to run a, you know, your big camera is a Sony AX2000, your POV camera is a GoPro and you have a DSLR that you're taking pictures with and maybe doing some time-lapse with. So you've got three different forms of cameras that you're going to be dumping media to. A lot of guys that are probably running and gunning and starting out probably are saving all of this on a laptop, or some guys may just be leaving it on the SD cards on the camera. And if that's what you can afford, that's what you can do, then that's what you do. I mean, I get it. But... Again, I want to talk to you about how to make sure that you don't ever lose that stuff because once you once you film it and once you bring it back and dump it and you clear that card, you know, there's there's no bringing that stuff back. Uh, you know, there's no recreating that kill shot, you know, that you can't bring that deer or that turkey or whatever it is back to life and hey, can you stand there and let's do this one more time because you know, my hard drive crashed and I have no way of getting that footage back unless I pay a lot of money and send it back, you know, send it to a data recovery center, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. So uh, my process for this is I like to save all of my media in at least two places. I try to keep it in three places and I'll explain the reason for that. But first off, I want to start with my process. So every day that I come back to camp and I dump my footage, I try and dump once a day. So I'm going to usually be running three or four cameras between POVs, DSLRs, and my big cameras. So I'm going to dump all of those at least once a day. Usually at night when I get back to camp, I'm going to dump all those. What I do is I, I break it down by day. Is If I'm going to be there for five days, I'll go day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Day one, I'm going to have a folder for my FS7, my big camera. I'll say I'll right-click, new folder, you know, make a folder called FS7. Then I'll dump my cards in there accordingly, card one, card two. Then I'll create a folder for my 
POV camera, whether that's a GoPro or Verb, and I've told you several times that I'm a Verb fan, so I will create a new folder that is called Garmin Verb. I will dump all of my Verb clips from that day into that folder, and then I will create a final folder that is my 5D folder or my DSLR folder, and I will separate my pictures, and I will separate if I took any video clips, I will put those in their own folder. So there's three folders with subfolders underneath those inside of a big folder about the day. So when I open that day, I will see all the cameras laid out, I will see all the folders laid out, and then the cards that associate with those folders. Now another thing that I like to do is I like to open up a, a top text file. I'm a Mac guy, so it's, I don't know what it would be called on PC, maybe a Word document, but I'll create a text file that I will start taking notes. So I will open that text file and I will start a new one. I will name it, you know, whatever it is. Like I'm about to go to Oklahoma, so let's just say for the sake of argument, you know, it's the Oklahoma Oklahoma short film trip. And uh, I'll write in my notes, day one, you know, I'm just making this stuff up. I, you know, had a good encounter that morning, um, got a really cool sunrise, um, not much else. Boom, okay. I just took quick and dirty notes of day one. Day two happens, everything goes through, I bring my footage back, create my folder, create my subfolders, start dropping cards. Open that text file back up, take my notes for day two. I had another encounter with a new deer, the wind shifted, he blew out, yada, 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 whatever happened that day, you know, in the best of your ability, because if you're not editing it, or you are editing it and it's you know three four five months later you might not remember what happened on the second day of that hunt that you went on so you want to make sure that you have something to jog your memory and then once you have all those things and you're done with the trip and you've got it all dumped on your hard drive I recommend having another hard drive to be able to back that up to I back up as I dump so if I dump that night once everything's dumped I'll then copy and paste that to another location. So I have it, when I'm on a hunt, I have everything saved in at least two locations. And the reason for that is, is most of the time when I'm traveling, I'm using those small travel drives. And essentially, I view those as disposable. They're, for the most part, they're junky. And by design, they're not going to last as long because they're being unplugged and plugged up all the time, stuck in a backpack, stuck in a box stuck in the back seat of the truck, they're moved around all the time and they're handled. Just by the nature of that, they're not going to last as long and they're really not really designed to be very rugged. So I always carry at least two of those. Usually I carry three. Just in case one craps the bed, I now have still it have it in two places. I haven't had it bite me. I heard of people it biting them before only having it in one place and that hard drive go down, especially guys that buy like a a big four terabyte you know drive that they keep essentially their whole season on and it's not backed up and it dies on them or gets lost or crushed or wet or the thousand things that can happen to it and that stuff's gone you know if it's destroyed to the point to where it can't even be sent to data recovery to fix it and for and if you did send it to data recovery to fix it it is incredibly expensive to get fixed and if you need a data recovery place uh, I would Google search them. I've used one in Atlanta before. I've accidentally formatted an SD card um, and had to send it in. But we'll talk about that again a little bit later. Um, so I have everything copied in two places. 
And when I get back home with that footage, I'll copy it off of those travel drives as quickly as I can. And I'll get it on what I call a desktop drive or one that's plugged into a power source all the time and uh, is stationary. And a lot of times I have several drives that are RAID drives. They're RAID 1 drives. And what a RAID 1 drive is, is essentially two hard drives inside of one big hard drive. And what those two hard drives do is they mirror each other in a RAID 1 configuration. There's several RAID configurations, but I'm not going to get into that. But the great thing about that is, is essentially when you're saving data to that RAID 1 configuration on that hard drive, it's mirroring it. So if one of those hard drives fails, all the data is on the other hard drive. So it's a backup in and of itself. But if you buy a 4 terabyte RAID protected drive, it's really only a 2 terabyte drive because it's mirroring those 2 terabytes between itself. I like to use those. They're generally reliable and they essentially give me a peace of mind. So I'll keep one copy on that drive and then I'll have another really big stationary drive like an 8 terabyte that I'll also have it essentially as a backup for the backup. Like I said, you can't, you can't create this stuff and to get it recovered is extremely, extremely expensive. At least two places. I recommend three places if you can help it. A lot of guys will bring, you know, especially if you're just leaving it on the SD card and then you're dumping it to your hard, local hard drive, leave it on the SD card if you can. That's your backup until you get home. If you have the room on the drive, a lot of these cameras shoot in pretty small file sizes, really compressed file sizes like the FS700 and the X2000, leave it on there. That's your backup for when you get back. Or buy a couple of extra SD cards. You know, that's the easiest way to do it. They're dirt cheap. And then you get home, you dump them to your computer, dump them to your hard drive, whatever it is. And that way it's backed up and you know it's you know it's good, you know it's safe. A lot of times on those SD cards, so you don't write over them, they have that little tab, that little lock tab. So if you put that in your camera or you accidentally, you know, go to format the wrong card, you get them mixed up, you can't, it's essentially a dummy proof system to where now it won't let you format it because you flip that little tab and then you'll, you know, you'll, it'll jog your memory. Okay, now I know why that's flipped up because that's got my, you know, deer hunt from, you know, three weeks ago on it and I don't want to clear that yet. I need to dump it and then I can clear my card. That kind of thing. Um, there's a couple data recovery places, like I was saying, and you can look them up and call them. Um, if you're talking recovering whole hard drives that have died, you know, you're talking, you're getting into thousands of dollars. I know that uh, I had a, accidentally formatted an SD card in a 5D one time. And uh, a lot of times, if you don't, if you realize what you've done and that you've formatted a card, like an SD card, and you weren't supposed to, there's a lot of recovery softwares online, and even Lexar cards usually come with a promo code or a you know code where you can download their own recovery system. And all, all data is is ones and zeros. So that data is still there. As long as you don't start writing back over that drive, what I mean by that is if you format it, stick it back in the camera and start recording over that stuff, if you don't do that, if you realize your mistake, pull that card out, set it to the side, and run data recovery on it, most of the time you'll get your stuff back and I do I do know a story from a friend of uh, a friend of mine uh, DJ Johnson who actually had a a card that he accidentally recorded over he formatted it recorded over it formatted it recorded over it I think two or three times before he realized what he had done and had a huge project on that card and he ended up sending it back spending a chunk of change but did recover most of the footage 
believe it or not, after two or three, you know, formats, and it cost a lot of money, but it was a good trade-off because of what it would cost him to reshoot what he had just shot, would have cost him a lot more, and probably would have cost him a client. So it's one of those things to where you want to make sure make sure that you know that you know that you know that you've dumped that card it's backed up before you before you start start getting click happy and start you know you know move to trash and empty in your trash can and all that good stuff make sure that you've got it backed up because you cannot recreate that stuff it is invaluable especially the kill shots especially those recoveries you know those emotional moments that you've worked so hard to capture make sure that that stuff is backed up be organized when you're dumping it. Be organized on your hard drive. Label it. Take notes. Otherwise, six months, eight months, two years when you open that up and you want to play with it and mess with it, you might not remember. Use those notes to be able to jog your memory. It's a very, very easy way, and it takes another two minutes of your life to do it. Just do it. Don't be lazy. Hope that got, I hope that helped you guys. Um, if you have any questions about what hard drives... I use or what hard drives you may look at or places to buy them, feel free to email us at rednecktechpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, we are filing now on iTunes. We're on TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud as well. And our Instagram handle is at Podcast. I'll see you guys shortly.